0: Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltop, and I am grateful to have you here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You're not. We are in this together, and we can do so much more together than we ever can by ourselves, which is why I also created a community space, a place for us to gather to see one another, hear one another, and really get to know each other. You can find the link below, or you can also find it on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. I would love for you to pop on over, introduce yourselves, and hang out with us over there. Now let's begin today's episode, shall we? And today I really wanted to dive into that community space, and why it means so much to me, and how important it was for me to have it. When I was beginning this podcast. Having community is an absolute integral part of my life. And I think back during the pandemic and wonder what I would have done had I had not had that community to lean on. How isolating it would have felt. How alone I would have been. Because as human beings, we need connection. Right? We absolutely need to be connected to one another. We also need to be heard. We need to be seen. We need to be able to find a place where we can show up exactly as we are and be fully embraced for that person. And years and years and years ago, I was lost in the world. I didn't have my people, I wasn't even truly sure who I was. And since I didn't know myself fully, how could I even find those people that would be my folks, you know? And I started on this journey, this excavation of trying to find my way back to myself. I look at Emma, so small, so innocent, and how she sees the world through these pure, amazing eyes. And I try to picture myself. That's small, right? When I came into the world and everything was magical and I was learning and figuring things out and seeing, I was even saying this to Dustin, I'm like, how does she know when we kiss her? That, like, that's a good thing. Like, how do babies figure out like, oh, this is a good thing and this is not. And it really, I mean, I think it comes down to our very innate intuition. And I think when we are born, we have it, and we know what feels right, we know what feels good, and those things that feel good, we want more of. And I look at her, and I see she's exploring the world, you know, very slowly. She's learning all different things. And that was me at one point, you know, exploring the world, learning these things. And then I picture myself as I got older, and how you start to see that. Yes, the world is amazing and it's beautiful and wonderful, but then there's also things that are not so great, right? There are people who might not be kind to you. There are things that are going to happen that are going to hurt. There's going to be loss. There's going to be pain. And you try to navigate your way through all of that. And going through some of those things, you might get left, you know, with a mark on your heart that stays with you. You might get an idea put in your head that you're not good enough, that you need to be doing something a certain way, looking a certain way, talking a certain way. And I remember when I was younger, hearing certain things said about me and thinking, oh, if people think that about me, maybe that's how I should be. And then I started to shift and morph and morph away from my truth and into this person that wasn't recognizable to me. Because when we move away from what is true to us and when we try to kind of shift to be someone we're not, we don't know who we are anymore. And I was definitely in that place for a really long time. And during that time, when I was shifting and morphing, I was losing my voice. I didn't know what I sounded like. And when I say losing my voice, not my actual voice, but that truth center in me, that person who would stand, and even if I didn't agree with you, I could still voice how I felt, and we can have a conversation. But when I was losing my voice, I was shrinking, morphing back into the background, not wanting to be seen, not wanting to be heard, just observing the world. And yeah, that's an okay place to be, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I wanted the connections. I wanted the community. I wanted the people. I wanted to be able to share myself with others. But the first thing that I had to do was find who is that self? What did I look like? What was I passionate about? What was I really going to stand up and stand for? And it took me a long time to find that. And I did so many things to find my way back to my center. I remember going to the library and to the bookstore because I'm a lover of words. And I would find books and I would read them and I would just soak them in. I took the risk and a giant leap to attend my very first art retreat. And that truly was one of the major turning points in my life. Entering into this space of kind, compassionate humans who were all looking for the same thing, right? Right? We were really all looking for that connection. And the majority of us did not know one another. But here we were gathering in this space together. And people who saw me, they didn't see any of my past pain. They didn't see me when I was trying to be somebody I was not. All they saw was that person standing in front of them and the way that i was being in that present moment and what blew my mind is because truly i am an introvert and quiet and shy and being that observer of the world but in that moment you know i had to get to know new people and so i put myself out there i was more outgoing and they never thought for a million years that i was an introvert and it's it's funny right you know how we can almost paint ourselves a certain way and find ourselves kind of pushing ourselves to act in that way. But if it's not what's working for you, if it's not what's making you happy, you don't have to stay in that space. You can really find your way into your light, into what it is in your core that is going to make you happy. And going to that very first retreat, I started peeling back the layers started really finding who I am. But my goodness, did it take a lot of time to then really uncover who I am. And there are moments even today that I feel like I am still peeling back those layers. And not so much that I'm finding something new, but more so that I'm finding more confidence in those layers that are there, and not looking to hide and cover them up, but rather stand tall in them, show them to the world, allow others in to my little tiny world and see what it is that is lighting me up and bringing me joy. If you think about it, it's so contagious when someone is so excited about what they're doing. No matter what it is, you're curious, right? Because they have this energy behind them. And I never had that energy before. Rather, I had all those things, right? I found them. I figured out, all right, who am I truly at the core? Someone who is a lover of words. And that was something that was with me ever since I was small. When I was young and it was my birthday my mom said that I love the cards more than the gifts. I was so interested in reading the cards and then the gifts were secondary because it was the words. For me, it was all about the words. A blank notebook and a pen, even at a young age, were my favorite things to have. And that has not gone away, right? But what I would do was kind of hide that In the shadows, hide this piece of me that is this lover of words and not really allow others to see it or know it. And if I'm not sharing it, I'm not truly showing up as myself. In the back of my mind, I think, oh, you know, writing is amazing. Writing is truly something that has helped me heal throughout my entire life. Without my journals, I would be lost. I would be a jumbled mess because putting the words down onto the page allows me to unravel things. Allows me to get out things that I might keep bottled up because I don't want to physically say them with my mouth. But writing them, I can process through them. And my goodness, what a gift it is. And for the longest, longest time, I never considered myself a writer because I haven't written a book. I'm not published. I'm not writing, you know, a story. Rather, I'm untangling, I'm spilling open, I'm giving the page my entire heart. And I would think, well, I'm, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm just a person who puts words on the page. And it took a long time for me to really claim that title and to recognize and stand tall in the fact that writing is is my backbone. Writing is what helps get me through. And it's not just something that only gets me through. It is a gift for the world. So for me to talk about writing and to inspire others to show up on the page, my goodness, it's needed. Because even if you're sitting there and you're not calling yourself a writer, allowing yourself that space on the page, giving yourself that permission, there, oh, there's nothing, nothing like it. And rather than me kind of keep this tucked, you know, in the background, I've learned and realized, no, this is a layer of me that needs to be seen and shown. I need to allow others into this. And during the pandemic, I really did. And what an incredible gift to be able to sit in community with others and write together to share our hearts, to spill open. You realize that we're all going through something, every single one of us. And you might look at someone and think like, man, they got it all together. Their life is perfect. They are so happy. They're traveling. They're living their best life. And then you sit with them and you write with them and you see, oh, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. They're human. Just like me, they have hurt. They have pain. They also have joy and happiness. But there's also sadness because life is this roller coaster ride of emotions and we don't always stay at the top. Sometimes we come crumbling down. Other times we have to claw our way out of the hole, finding our way. But we do it. And when you're in a community space with others, when you are there together, and you're able to allow your armor to drop, you begin to see that we're more alike than we are different. And when I was searching for my people years ago, I was becoming a little defeated, thinking that I wasn't going to find them. Because as an adult, I also find It's more difficult to find your folks. When I was younger, I was in school and you kind of gravitate towards certain people. Even at work, you know, there are certain people that I am close to. But where are those true folks that are just like me? And not even just like me, but just those people who see me for me and fully embrace me. And I was thinking, I'm never going to find them. I'm just going to be shifting through this life alone without my people. And it was a really sad thought, and it felt very isolating and lonely. But I was thinking if I'm feeling this way, this longing, this need to be with others, that there had to be other people like me out there. It couldn't just be me. And so when I was thinking about creating this podcast and chatting with you all, I didn't want it to just be me talking to you. I wanted there to be an opportunity for us to get to know one another, to go a little bit deeper, to be able to gather in community and see and hear one another. And that is where the idea for the community space came up. And I have seen a lot of communities on social media, and they're great. But there's a piece of me that, uh, I don't know, has a love-hate relationship with social media. I don't know if you do too. Maybe you're in total love with it. But I feel like it can be super great. And then the other side of it, I feel like can be aggressive and can feel very comparison. Very, I'm not good enough. And I didn't want a space that I was creating to ever feel that way. I didn't want somebody to enter and immediately be comparing themselves to someone else, thinking that I'm not good enough. I don't belong here. I need to be doing something different. Because that's not what it's about. It's about you showing up as you are and being fully embraced for that person. Showing up on your good days, showing up on your bad days, showing up when you're just feeling, eh, because we have those days too, right? You know, it's not all amazing. It's also not all terrible. Sometimes we're just getting by and that's life. And I wanted it to feel real and for you to be able to be completely yourself. And I found the Mighty Networks, which was amazing and incredible and I absolutely love because it's a space that is curated for what you want to see. You don't get all the other outside noise and you have to intentionally go there and show up. So you need to make in that concerted effort to say, you know what, I want to be a part of this. I do want to do something for me. I do want to fill my well and I'm going to take the time to do it. Or I feel like when it comes to social media, for me, it becomes a lot of that mindless scrolling. I'm not engaged. I'm there. I'm taking chunks of my time away from other things I could be doing. But I'm not engaged with it. But when it comes to showing up in the community space, I'm making that concerted effort to be there. And so I'm really engaged. And I'm seeing what's there, and I'm reading it, and I'm soaking it in. I'm making connections. And isn't that what we want? We want the connection. We want to be able to be with one another. And so I absolutely love having that space. And when I think about connections and community, wonderful to be able to do it an online platform. But how amazing to take it a little bit deeper and gather in person. And that's actually not a little bit deeper. That's huge deeper, right? And so that is one of my big lofty dreams and goals for 2023 is hosting a retreat, having us sitting around a table looking into each other's eyes, really getting to spend quality time listening to one another, seeing one another, creating alongside each other. And I feel so passionately about it because it is what saved my life. It is what changed me, being at these different retreats, finding my people, being able to show up sometimes broken, sometimes fully standing in my light. But being whatever it was and knowing that that was okay. And I know it can feel extravagant, right? Even taking the time to do one small thing for yourself, maybe that is get your nails done, go for a walk, anything that we do for ourselves. Feels like it's extravagant. And for me, I always feel like I have this to-do list, right? I write it every Sunday. These are all the things I need to get done this week. But there's nothing on that list that is self care for me. It's okay, I need to call the doctor. I need to make sure that I'm off the basement floor. I have to run this errand. I have to drop off this library book. Oh, let me go make sure I check my P.O. box just things to check off, say I didn't. They're not filling my well. Yeah, there are necessary things I need to do in life. But where are those tiny little things that make me feel more whole, that bring me joy? Because those are the things that also need to be on your to-do list, right? You need to be able to carve out time just for you so that you can fill your well. And when I think about writing, that is hands down something that fills me back up. It allows me to release and create this space to invite new things in. Going on a retreat, which is a massive commitment. It's a financial one. It's a time-based one. You have to figure out, you know, what to do with family, what to do with your job, taking off. There's a lot of organizing that goes into that. But I am here to say it is a hundred percent worth it because you are worth it. You are deserving of that time, of those connections, of what ever untangles while you're there. You are deserving of that space. Even if you come to that space and interact with no one, but go on walk, take nap do what it is you need to do, then that is exactly what you needed. I think it's so important for us to step outside of our environment, step outside of what is comfortable. Because when we're in our comfort, it's great, right? Like I got my groove here. I can make my coffee. I can cozy up under a blanket. I can kind of get through the routine of my day with my eyes closed, right? I know what I'm doing, but then how am I really growing if I'm just sticking to that steady routine? Yeah, the steady routine feels great and we need that. We need that solid foundation, but in order to grow, we have to step outside of that comfort zone. We have to find ourselves in a place that we've never been and navigate it. And I remember going to that very first retreat, terrified, because I knew no one. And not only did I not know anyone, I didn't know the environment I was stepping into. I knew I was going to have a roommate that I was going to be staying with, but I had no idea who she was. What was the bathroom situation going to be like? We were going into the woods in a cabin, so was it going to be freezing cold? Did I pack enough? all these things you know going through my head making me wonder and that that feeling of uneasiness really put me on my toes right it made me hyper aware of what was going on and how to figure out and navigate and i learned that i can adapt that if i forgot something oh i can ask someone and see if they had it if i needed an extra blanket i could you know, look around, ask someone, oh, someone had one fabulous, amazing. And now a new connection is made. And so it really was important for me to step outside of this every day, step into this unknown and into an unknown space that I was going to, I'm not going to say with an agenda, but with an, with an open mind, of allowing what I needed to come to me because I wasn't fully sure what I needed. And I think that's where we are a lot of times in life where we're just not feeling our best or a little bit cranky or off. And we can't really pinpoint what it is. I have felt this way many times. There's just something, something is, not even that something is missing. You're just not feeling like yourself. And I would look around and I would see, okay, you know, everything's going great with my job. Everything with me and Dustin is going wonderful. Life is, you know, really good. I'm healthy. We're financially stable what is it? Why am I not feeling a hundred percent? I should be, right? If I looked at all those things, there's no cause to not feel a hundred percent, but sometimes we're just a little bit off. We need to, to allow ourselves space to really see what is it that might be missing? And maybe it is just filling our well. I know I can feel that crankiness, that unsettledness, if I haven't moved my body in a while, if I haven't shown up on the page. And just taking five minutes to write, I'm like, oh, that was it. I'm back to myself now. That's what I needed. But stepping outside gives you that opportunity to really look and see what might be missing. Because when you're stuck in that routine of things, you're not really looking for the gaps or the holes. You're just feeling all the feels that are coming your way. And when we are standing deep in community, when you are with others who want to hear what you have to say, who look at you and see you, not looking past you, not you talking, you can see their eyes glazing over, but they're really hearing what you're saying. They're connecting with you. My goodness, that is the most incredible gift in this world. And as human beings, it is Absolutely, what we need. We need that connection. We need to be seen. And I know that I'm not the only one who feels like that. It's human nature. And so, being able to create what I needed was why the Soul Circle community came to be because I needed it. Just like those writing classes during the pandemic, I needed that. I needed to be with others. And when you do that, when you create what it is that you need, others find it, right? They find their way to you. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my goodness, these are my people. (laughs) This is who I was looking for this into higher time. How amazing that here we are now together, sharing with one another, seeing one another. And so I encourage that if there is a place in your heart where you're feeling, well, you know that something's lacking, where you're feeling a sense of need and longing. Yes, look for it. Look for where you can find it. But if you don't, my goodness, pull up your bootstraps and create it. And know that what you're creating is needed in this world. Because what you're feeling, I guarantee you others are feeling as well. We're human beings. We all have this same innate belonging. And you're not alone. And you might feel like you're kind of on this island. But by putting yourself out there, you're inviting others to do the same. And that's really what I had intended to do with the community space, to put myself out there. And same with this podcast. So that others could see we're in this together. And we're going to make it through together, right? And so this is a lofty goal, having this podcast, having this community space, being able to connect the two together. And now the incredible wild dream of bringing it in person, having a retreat, having us gather. And I would love to hear from you if gathering together is something you're longing for. If it is something you would be interested in and what that would look like and feel like for you. In my head, I vision, envision, of course, writing <laughs> because that is my jam. Cutting and pasting and collaging, allowing conversation, allowing moment of retreat and quiet, and just a cozy space for us to gather, preferably near water, the ocean possibly. But that's it. You know I'm going into planning for that and really looking to make it happen. I had tried once. Years before, and it just didn't work out. But that doesn't mean I'm giving up on the dream because we should never give up on the dream. And so sometimes we have to say something out loud in order to set the ball in motion. And so here I am today saying it out loud to you that that is my goal, my desire, and that I hope to be gathering and sitting across the table with you that we can share with one another. I'm grateful for you. Grateful for you showing up here, listening and tuning in, being a part of the community. This podcast would be nothing without you. And so I thank you for that. And this week, I encourage you to open up your notebook and write down what is that wild dream that's living and breathing inside your heart. Mine was community. And I'm really cultivating that. And I want to keep cultivating it and growing it and having the connection grow stronger and deeper. What is it for you? What is that dream that you're almost so afraid to say out loud? Say it out loud. Get that ball in motion. Thank you so much for being here. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon.